0: Welcome to Poured Out. This is Olivia and Becca. Poured Out is a podcast where we pour out some truths we've learned, splash with wine, Jesus, and sarcasm. This week, our topic is friendships. Full disclosure, we are not professional counselors, just two friends who love Jesus and want to share some lessons we've learned in an authentic way. And as always, we like to talk about what wine we're drinking Mm -hmm. each episode. And this week, we
1: are <laughs> drinking none other <laughs> but the Black Box by Pinot or by Pinot Noir, but the Black Box. Um, I don't always drink the Black Box, but it's just so easy to just grab yeah. and keep on your counter, you know. Well,
0: and yesterday, I was drinking some Saint James. Yeah. I think it was Velvet Red, and we had recorded something. And um, I, long story short, it just uh, the audio disappeared, so we were re-recording today. But that wine was actually really good. Yeah. It was really sweet. I gave it about a seven out of ten for me good I didn't like it, juice
1: so. yeah. okay
0: we're also eating smart food out of a plastic white container, container <laughs> yep. all right so friendships we're just going to jump in so why are they important I just put a mouthful of smart food in my you mouth did. you did it's <laughs> just like some ASMR popcorn um okay I'll start
1: so yeah. friendships to me uh I think the biggest thing is kind of what they can do um for your health really mm. yeah. um uh, you know, a Harvard study came out saying that there were a couple things that good friendships can actually do for you. One of them being increasing your sense of belonging and purpose, huh. um, you know, kind of validating, you know, words of affirmation um, reduces your stress and, and, you know, improves your happiness. Cause I mean, when something good happens to you, the first thing you want to do is share it with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're not married or in a relationship with somebody, I mean, you need that, that inner circle of friends that you can just, you know, celebrate with and then be authentically happy for you. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And then I think the last one would be, um, You know, they encourage you to change some unhealthy lifestyle habits. They're the first people that, when you're really close with someone, that can kind of not call you out, but just be like, hey, you know, this isn't you. This is, you know, I'm noticing this change in you. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even like the Bible talks about how important community is and. I just think that you know, if, if you're living life like kind of apart from others and not in the community, it's one, hard to kind of make an impact on the world if you're not really interacting with the people in the world, but it's hard too for like your community to improve you if you don't have a community as well. That's true. Um, yeah, so why, let's see, why is it important to choose your friends wisely? See, and that's what's so funny is I feel like it
1: starts out where most of your friends you
0: don't choose. Oh, yeah. It's
1: people that you come in contact with and you, it's kind of like you have to weed them out. You have to kind of decide who's mm-hmm. going to be somebody that's going to be a work acquaintance or somebody that's going to be um, obviously not going to be mean to anybody. But th- there's a difference between you can be friends with someone and just be like coworkers, you know, yeah. saying good morning, hello, hello, good morning. Sorry, that was a Kevin Hart <laughs> quote. I had to do that. Um, so a lot of the ones that you don't choose – choose yourself but then i think once you
0: start getting close to those people you decide that you want to keep them around mhm you know oh absolutely and it's funny cuz like you know thinking back to elementary school is kind of like you whoever was in your class that year like that was your friends and then you get older and you realize like oh no your friendships are i think especially in the last like 2 3 years i learned like how important it is to choose choose your friends wisely and don't just let your life choose your friends that's good like how many friends do
1: you still have from elementary school one same yeah. Same. I I mean I know a lot of I wouldn't say I probably have more than one, but like people that I talk to on a daily basis, it's like Haley. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Shout out to Haley. <laughs> I know you listen. So
0: <laughs> next door neighbor, what's up? Um, and I, we we can kind of jump into this part too, but I feel like it's so important to choose your friends wisely because I mean I I think of friends kind of like as circles, like you know you have an outer circle, kind of acquaintances, and it, it just moves inner and inner. And um, is like at the core, usually like three, probably two or three, maybe four friends. Like those are the people who they have such influence on your life. Like whether you realize it or not, when you're trying to make a big decision, when you're grieving, like all these like major things in life, like those are the people you tend to go to. So you're letting them influence your decisions and your everyday actions just by letting them be that close in your life and if you don't kind of consciously and purposefully choose who you're letting in that inner circle then it can really have a effect on your life yeah I'm I was
1: I'm an empath like mm-hmm. big time and I've noticed I hardcore feel what my friends feel and you know, if I have a friend that's upset, it 100%. It's like I try to take it away, but I also don't realize how much it affects me. So when you're around people that are negative every single mm. day, you you transform into that. I don't care what anybody says about, you know, trying to, you know, make people happier and spread joy and all that. It, it's just like a natural thing. Yeah. You start morphing into who you're around. Yeah. You know?
0: I mean, it's just... It's just kind of amazing how much you like they actually affect your life and your mood and decisions and I mean from a Christian standpoint too like having people in your close circle that are Christians is so important because when you go to it like to somebody for advice like they're bringing God into it because the the people who are in your inner circle who influence you most you're also being influenced by what they let influence them mm-hmm. so you you kind of have to be aware of that and um but if you know if it if they have God and as a big part of their life, and then that kind of also gets to influence you, and in, in that friendship, and um, it's definitely, definitely good.
1: I think it's easy to find, and like it's easy to, I guess, kind of sort through who's good for you and mm-hmm. who's not. But what do you do when someone in your inner circle is not good
0: for you? Well, I think it's sometimes we you wrote, "You're fired." <laughs> so I, thought that was funny. <laughs> I was like, well, I kind of pictured like Trump. You know, you just tell them that. What does he go? You're fired. That I don't is know. that? From uh, Apprentice. When he... Okay. Mm. okay. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Well, I think, like, it's it's so hard because just because somebody is a good person doesn't mean that they're a good friend or that they're a good influence in your life. Like, I, I've met a lot of people who are, like, really genuinely good people, but... Or, like, they have a good heart, but maybe they just... They're just not that good of an influence to have or like they just don't really deserve to be in that inner circle in my life and I've had to not necessarily end those friendships well well I did a couple of them but maybe just kind of move them to the next circle out um and sometimes you can depending on that friendship sometimes it needs to be almost like a direct conversation um you know very gently just kind of say hey like I think, you know, maybe we need to kind of take take a step back. Or sometimes you can just do it based, like, kind of on your actions. Like, maybe hang out with them a little bit less. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What, what do you have advice on well, that?
1: I, 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 it's hard because very rarely have I met people that I feel like are great people but not good friends. For
0: I mean, that's just hard because you kind of want to bring in the whole toxic relationship type thing there. For me, Be- it just, I mean, it makes me think back to college when I had, I... Can honestly say, I don't. I don't keep in touch with anybody from college. Um, yeah, it's. I met a lot of people in college, and they were most of them were good people. Um, but I really wasn't a Christian in college, and so a lot of the people I met um, at that time were really into drinking and partying and um that sort of thing, and it kind of influenced my life. Like there was this one point where I I, I kind of hit a pretty big patch of depression in college and I would go to my friends and say like hey like I'm just like I can't kind of shake this feeling and they would say okay well you're not drinking enough you're not partying enough you're not sleeping around enough like all this stuff and so in their hearts they were they were good but they just like I don't know they just kind of we just had different um we were just different so see and I I have to say and I don't say this lightly I
1: am beyond blessed with friends when I sit here like I mean, it it can, it could make me emotional thinking about like, I truly have the best tribe of Mm -hmm. people. Like, especially, I mean, I played softball in college. So like all those girls and I are still really close, but in particular, um, my um, two people that I keep the most in touch with softball wise um, right now, you know, Leah and Chelsea, and um, they, we have like a group text and they're just a group that I literally can text and say, guys, I, am struggling so bad with this and they will immediately speak truth to me Mm. and they'll pull out bible verses and they just give everything that's just so it's just so full of grace and love and compassion and that's 100 percent what friendship should be made on like i've i can go into a situation with them and feel so worthless about Mm. something and within 20 minutes i will have novels from both of them in this group text and they just build me up yeah i just love it so
0: much um, and I know they. Bo- I know that they're both probably listening to this too. So uh, that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. And I certainly like, I mean, part of it, I think we, you and I have talked about this before, but in order to have a, like, a healthy relationship with others, you need to first have a healthy relationship with God, but then also a healthy relationship with you. So, I, I mean, part of that in college is absolutely my fault. Like I didn't know who I was. And so it was hard for me to then like kind of be in a relationship, like, like a friendship because I just didn't know. Um, I mean, now I have really amazing friends in my life, but it just kind of like, I had to figure out who I was. She's talking about me. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Obviously Becca is top of that totem pole. Yeah, I am. Um, Like the star on a Christmas tree.
1: (laughs) I'm still in Christmas mode. I'm having seasonal depression. uh, It's over.
0: Um, I think
1: something really big, I looked up, you know, we were talking about doing friendships and, you know, I looked up, you know, some toxic relationships and quotes and stuff like that. And one really stuck out to me and it says, you know, like, when you and a friend share interests and you Mm -hmm. have like the, you know, the same thing that you still have an opportunity to grow and learn from that person. But when you disagree, it is important. It kind of stretches your thought patterns if, and only if that friendship is built on respect, love, and compassion. Mm. And that's what I notice on Facebook is a lot of the people that are arguing and disagreeing. There's no relationship there. Mm -hmm. So words are cutting like knives. Yeah. But like you and I, we have a friendship that's built on all of those things. Mm-hmm. So it's like if we were to disagree on something, the last thing I, I'm not going to get upset. No. If anything, one of us is going to have to stretch the way that we think cool. yeah. and, and not conform. That's not a good way of putting
0: it, but just I think that it's like an understanding. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's a really good point. I like that. Um, I mean, and friendships are complicated and they're messy and like especially friendships as an adult too. My goodness, and then as like you go through big life kind of changes and stages and it they can kind of shift and change and and it's it's okay too if maybe you if some friends are you're closer in some seasons than others too and um I think that's just kind of just part of life yeah there's
1: something that I realized um is what's called gaslighting Mm. I I really didn't know a whole lot about that until a couple years ago kind of went through some turmoil with some people and um I saw a girl post something about gaslighting and I was like, what is that? And that was so eye-opening to me. Um, It is people in your life that can manipulate you to think something completely different about yourself. So um, they kind of rewire your brain into a negative thought and you constantly question, it's, it's a very, it's a huge anxiety thing. But you constantly question, what did I do wrong? What can I, you know, was that me? What did I say? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really them kind of manipulating the situation and manipulating you. So um, you kind of have to notice and pick up on the signs. Is that happening?
0: Yeah. I mean, especially like if you're around a friend, like friend, just kind of maybe take note and like, how do I feel when I'm around this person? Do I feel more insecure? Do I feel... Like, maybe I'm the problem in situations when you bring it to them or, um, you know, just kind of just take note of that and...
1: And you want people to be authentically happy for your success, and that's what I've noticed. Oh, is, that's a good thing. Yeah. Like when something good happens to you, you really have to notice who's clapping for you and who's not. Yeah. But and I can on, I can say I literally there's a there's a core group of girls in Chattanooga. They are the biggest hype girls. <laughs> I'm not kidding. If any one of our group posts a picture, they're the first ones to be like, "Girl, you look amazing." Yeah. Da, da, da. And it's so liber I mean I wouldn't say liberating but it's just so well because it's authentic it's It's not empty to just know like I can post this and these girls truly mean it like they're the first ones to be like you know one of the girls in our group got a job promotion boom out to brunch having Mm. mimosas celebrating her no jealousy whatsoever Mm. and no judgment yeah but they're also good enough friends that they're the first ones to tell you when you're being yeah you know, like when you need to change something or, hey, I'm noticing that you're not being yourself right now. Like that's kind of how you have to have that that vibe with that friend. Because I think you know? like a
0: good friendship is, yeah, they're there for you at your highs, but they're also going to be there for your lows and sometimes call you out when you're at your low and you're not being mm-hmm. true to yourself and just not being a nice or good person.
1: I think in my head, I always think like
0: I have so many
1: different sets of friends You know, like I have my small group, you Mm -hmm. guys in Knoxville. And then I have my UT Martin softball friends. And I got my Chattanooga girls and I've got my back home girls. Mm -hmm. I would love more than anything to have all of those people in one place. Like, can you imagine? Like, just, you know, I think that's what excites me so much about one day getting married is having all of my people in one place. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I can't even imagine how, like, magical that's going to feel. To just look around a room full of people that love you.
0: Absolutely. I mean, yeah. mm. And I think, like, I don't know. i just from doing this episode, I've realized like Becca and I've come from different, I mean, I like my friends that I have now are really friends that I've met in the last few years, just cause you know, different things. But um, so if you're kind of um, more similar to me than Becca in the sense that you maybe not have like such a huge tribe, like that's okay too. Um, don't necessarily feel like you've got to have all these friends. Like some of it just comes with life. Like the more chapters of life you go through, like the more you build your tribe. But even if your tribe is only two or three people, that's okay, too. But just, you know, make sure you're still evaluating those people and that influence on you.
1: Yeah, it's quality, not quantity. I'm just, yeah. and I truly do know how blessed I am. I mean, I just have, I i truly, I have such an incredible family. Oops, oh, sorry, there's my dishwasher. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just waiting for that pot to clean so I can cook this chicken. I wonder if they can even hear it. So one thing also besides, you know, I, I know that I'm blessed with the amount of friends I have. I have such an incredible family. Mm-hmm. Um, my family is very, very close. But my mom and my sister and I, we text in a group text every day. Mm-hmm. Good morning, good night, in-betweens. And I truly, um, I don't know what I would do without that. Like, I try to imagine my life without just the normal, like, closeness. And I think that that's part of what makes me me, though, mm-hmm. is, the, the, is the, um, the amount of... Love and grace that I receive, um, yeah. Because I really feel like I try to put that. I try to put that back. Um, but I think that's why when my anxiety gets as bad as it does, I can const- I immediately feel alone, mm-hmm. and I have to remind myself.
0: And I even have it in a journal. I have to remind myself of the support group that I have. Yeah, you know, because you do have a good one. I mean, and kind of like what you were just saying too is, you can only necessarily pour out to those around you as much as you're getting poured in. Um, so whether that's like through friends or family or God or
1: yeah that's what I teach my kids we do a, um, a lot of a lot of teachers do it but it's called um, How, How Full Is Your Bucket and it's ah, a book that you yeah. read and so like it's a book and and All of the characters have a bucket over their head a silver pail and you can actually see inside how much how full or how empty they are Mm -hmm. so kids that are really you know empty they've had a really hard day but they've people have said something mean to them if they've lost Mm. some of their water per se and so your job is to fill their bucket so what you you know we always ask are you being a bucket filler today that makes sense i I just think it's so sweet because that's really all about us too on days where i feel like emotionally drained Mm -hmm. that's where it can get dangerous because i think we look to fill our bucket different ways. Like there are times where instead of picking up my Bible or picking up a self-help book or Mm -hmm. something that's going to fill my soul, there are times where I'm like, Oh, well I'm going to go lay on the couch, not talk to anybody and drink wine by myself. Now there are days where that's good, yeah. but I just feel like filling. And that might fill your bucket,
0: but that isn't anything that you can then relay and fill other people's bucket with. Like, I feel like it's only a temporary Mm -hmm. filling if that makes sense. Um, Oh, man. Filling. Yeah, that's...
1: That made me think about this guy on Instagram just posted a picture of Funfetti pancakes mm. with filling on top. I was like, oh, That
0: sounds really good. It does. Um,
1: <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right. But... uh, So, what... Give me a time, Olivia, okay. that a friendship mended, like, or percent let's say what when a friendship made like a drastic difference in your life uh, that's easy for me in a po- positive way
0: uh, yeah so I um I really didn't have a lot of friends um so I'm I'm not originally from Knoxville I moved here when I graduated college to get work in a um, trauma center in the area and she's from Connecticut yes which I'm is where I was born and <sighs> I've never
1: met anybody from Connecticut Which I don't know anything about it Except that I was born on Blueberry (laughs) Street In a pink house So there's
0: Uh, that Sounds like an orphanage But Oh (laughs) gosh Okay So Yeah So I moved down here And then I met my ex-husband Like Oh gosh Within a few weeks And then I don't know Then I Had a baby And I was in school And I don't know I was just busy And I um, As my Things in my marriage got more and more unhealthy like I I mean I had friends at work but I like I really didn't try to have any friendships just I just didn't really have time it felt like but um yeah as things my marriage got worse and worse like I felt like I was going crazy because like my um ex at the time kind of um uh, just part of it like kind of denied the issues that were going on and but like I I kind of like I thought they were real and but like I just didn't know, and so I started to open up to um, a couple girls at work, and like I really started to pursue friendship with them, and they were able to kind of step into this part of my life where like I legit felt like I was going crazy, and they were able to speak like affirmation into that and be like, you know, and to be another source of like what like of reality of like what is healthy and like what's not, and like was I actually going crazy? Was I not? And they were able to be like, no, like this is an unhealthy situation and like we love you and like but this is unhealthy and so it was just I mean th- those friendships I can still remember like just sitting on the break room like at work on lunch and just like pouring my heart out to these people and they just were like just such amazing um, people so like Rachel and Victoria for listening but um, I think like friendship to me was just such a just a a huge part of me being able to get out of that unhealthy relationship, um, and to feel like I wasn't going crazy, and to have support through that whole transition. Yeah. I have a lot. I, I don't know that. I can and that's well. It down. And I think too, like, that's another reason why friendships are so healthy because they're so good because they can point out when things are unhealthy. Like, I think if I had friends, more fr- like more friends than I would have been able to like maybe see some of the unhealthy things in my marriage Mm -hmm. like I've told you this but like one of the saddest days that I can remember is I had a baby shower and I had one friend show up and it like it just just tears it just broke my heart and it was like because I really only had like one friend (laughs) so um so I just it makes me just like treasure my friendships that I have now and just feel so blessed for them, and like I put everything I can into like keeping that, and I don't know. I try to be a good friend. So, how about you, Becca?
1: I don't know that I can just narrow it down to one. I mean, I can think of so many times, like especially words of affirmation, like Liz, like Chattanooga. I mean, so many people. Like, oh gosh, there's so many good ones. Um, build being built up. I feel like that mm. was that was really um, Liz and my Chattanooga group. There, you know, just. this is how I'm feeling. And they kind of speak truth and affirmation. Um, I think one of the biggest, like a pivotal moment in my life was Becca Wilson. Um, She taught next door to me and she, we went to the same high school and she was like three years older than me. And I was so intimidated by her, like my entire (laughs) high school. And then I started teaching and she was my freaking next door teacher. And I'm Becca Williams and she's Becca Wilson. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, And she is just one of the most hilarious, but just down to earth and just kind of salt to the earth type people. But when I went through my big, big breakup, she really helped me snap out of it and Mm stop feeling sorry for myself. Um, instead of just straight up being like, Oh, it's okay. She was like, all right, like, let's grieve this. Let's move past it. And like, what can we do to get through it? Mm -hmm. Um, constantly making me laugh. Um, and just trying to see the bigger picture. Um, that was that was her her and my sister. I probably texted. Oh my gosh, literally like at least once or twice an hour, and being like, I, I can't do yeah. this, you know. Yeah. And uh, I just I have I have a lot of pivotal moments, but that's just something that really sticks. Well, out. and
0: like God, I mean, God created us to do life with others, and so friends just they really they do make the good times sweeter and the bad times less bad. I mean, that's just it's just a really good a, a a good blessing that we've we've had
1: yeah so instead of doing a book of the week because <laughs> neither of us have really read a book on friendships yeah because we're obviously both pros in it but we
0: just read our own books
1: of life yeah and learned <laughs> and um we didn't really want to give you a book recommendation like olivia said without having read it first so olivia had the great idea about talking about friendships and in movies instead and like what we think would be good and bad i totally have this okay go oh not well the positive for me, <laughs> you know, Livia has not seen it. Uh, the sweetest thing with Cameron Diaz and Christina Applegate. Oh my gosh. That is like, I
0: haven't even heard of that movie.
1: I, I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to leave <laughs> on that note. That would be my positive just because they went through the worst of the worst crying, upset, broken heart, and then just laughing and mm-hmm. carrying on. And I'm just, I'm obsessed.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Um, I think my positive friendship that I thought of is Lloyd and Harry from Dumb and Dumber because, well, okay, hear me out. So they are both dumb. Yeah, but that's okay because dumb people need friends too, Becca. Gosh. And they love each other and they support each other. And was it Lloyd? One of them. Lloyd needed to go find the girl and Harry was like, yeah, I'm going to go do that with you. I mean, yeah. Which one's which? Lloyd's Jim Carrey? I I think so yeah I mean that's like good friendships they support each other they love each other you know
1: okay but I'm gonna win the badge you want to know the biggest toxic friendship
0: out of every movie to ever happen I'm excited what Regina George yes toxic yeah her
1: and Gretchen Gretchen just wanted to be friends it was toxic for Gretchen not
0: for Regina oh absolutely and that's the thing like that's usually how they
1: go yeah exactly but she regina needed what she needed and she was rude to gretchen and rude to karen and rude to katie like she she wanted what she wanted from them but then when she realized she didn't have them she was she was lost she was lost so there it
0: is what about yours do you know one i had one and it um disappeared on me Mm -hmm. oh oh okay I'm not, you don't watch the office i don't know if you'll get this but todd packer and michael scott so michael scott is um naive i guess it'd be a good way to do it and todd packer is a perverted butt and their friendship is just brings out the worst in michael and i think that's a characteristic of toxic friendships tends to bring out kind of like your worst side of you um you okay
1: yeah. so the part that i hate the most <laughs> truth of the week because i never know what she wants me to say What's you have a, an entire week? week to
0: get a truth but
1: i don't really know i it's have like one thing that i've learned all week i mean literally if you knew my brain there i i, I could never categorize this like <laughs> i don't know you tell me about yours
0: uh i have two this week um so the first one is i splurged and got myself some AirPods, and so and i love listening to podcasts so like all like yesterday it was the worst i went to um, Target and Hobby Lobby and searched up something and I parked and then I switched my podcast over from my car to my AirPods, got out of my car, went in the store. I came out and I literally spent, gosh, I don't even want to admit this, but I'm going to, 40 minutes trying to find my car. And I wandered around because I had my AirPods on. So I have learned I literally don't pay attention to the world around me. I was like, I felt, I was embarrassed. I knew somebody had to be watching me and I was like straight up trying to improv like, oh, maybe maybe am I waiting on a friend for a ride is that what I'm looking for like like I, oh gosh it was so embarrassing so I, that's one thing I've learned and then today just before I came here I was also at I was at Target again um and don't you like it just made me so mad I was walking and pushing my, my cart and the person in front of me just stopped and I hit her with my cart and she looked at me like it was my fault so that's my truth is like if you in if you're in the lane Keep walking. If you stop, it's your fault. If you get nailed by a grocery cart, it's your fault. All right. So maybe this is truth of the week. It's more just like letting Olivia vent. Why can't it be called something that's happened of the week? That's what it is. Truth of
1: the week. Um ooh. Hydrogen peroxide and soap (laughs) gets red wine out of a white carpet. That's true. That truth of the week happened precisely 29 minutes ago <laughs> how's it looking um pretty good it's looking pretty white yeah 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 looking pretty good let's have a moment of silence for that glass of wine though
0: Denta. okay all right so yeah thanks for listening thanks for listening guys um sorry that we were gone for so long We'll we're gonna try and put one out a week now so get ready you're gonna have a lot of us yep. on your feed um i don't know what we're talking about next week i don't know stay tuned it'll be a surprise so oh, f- yeah. look at us on instagram at the poured out podcast and you'll see um we'll see what our topic is or if you hey you got something in your mind you want us to hear our wisdom about so much wisdom just uh, yeah. let us know